0: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: First one to Altuve, and Altuve hits it high in the air to right center. Taylor and Puig are over. Puig is there, makes the catch, and that is the ball game.
0: Now, another Astros podcast.
1: Los Angeles Dodgers take game one of the World Series, go up one game to none. In this best-of-seven series as they defeat the Astros tonight by a final of 3-1. to one.
2: Well, Verlander's never pitched at Dodger Stadium, but the Astros are really going to need him to pitch here now. And There's one thing we, we know for sure, and we knew that coming into this series. If the Astros are going to win the World Series, they're going to have to win at least one here at
1: Dodger Stadium. Welcome back. Robert Ford joined by Astros manager A.J. Hinch for Game 2 of the World Series and AJ obviously game one didn't go the the way you'd like Uh, really good pitchers duel between Dallas Keuchel and and Clayton Kershaw and Keuchel was really good Kershaw a little better
3: yeah no they they were both very good and and it came down to essentially two good swings versus one good swing and they had a walk in front of one of their big swings and they got their three runs so um, the game didn't start off that well with the first pitch homer but we came back with our our own homer uh, and then they broke through late in the game so very proud of our guys we played well we just we just came up short with um, with kershaw being virtually at his best
1: and it's one of those games like you mentioned where it can be really just one swing of the bat and when you have two great pitchers like that going up against each other you think it's going to be a pitcher's duel a lot of times it doesn't work out that way but that was definitely the case yeah, yesterday no
3: doubt i mean it's it's hard to predict how guys are going to respond and and you know both guys obviously fully rested and both guys facing a team they don't normally face and and so was it going to be, you know, a little difficult to get into the game and maybe feel each other out a little bit? But both pitchers held up their end of the bargain and, and a couple of big swings were the difference in the game. But uh, quick game, you know, both pitchers yeah. were throwing strikes and, and there was there was either action or quick strikeouts. And, um, and now we get to game two.
1: Alex Bregman homering uh, for the Astros run and uh, he's played a really good postseason. I mean, he's had some big home runs, but you look at what he's done defensively. I mean, he started a couple of double plays last night and it seems like he's playing his best defense of the year in the
3: postseason. No, he is. And he he is a big time player when it comes to the the big moments. I mean, he he, he's very good at the plate. He's hit some big home runs for us. He's also played good defense. His energy levels through the roof He's fundamentally sound like there's throwing you know against the Yankees to, to home plate it just he he continues to, to 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 be you know at his best at the most critical times and I'm, I'm proud of him because he's he's a throwback you know he plays a different brand of baseball he plays with the chip on his shoulder uh, and he's playing well and when
1: you, you look at the way yesterday's game went and obviously not the results you're hoping for, is it easier to stomach at all because you were facing maybe the best pitcher in the game as opposed to no knock on anybody else? But if it had been someone else who had put up the numbers uh, that Kershaw did, would it would it have been a little tougher to stomach?
3: Yeah, I mean, I think in, in the World Series, you just go game by game and it, it's tough to stomach any loss. And then you go home and you wash it off and, and get to the next game because it's Uh, seven game series you got to win four not one and we got to continue to play hard and 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 continue to try to uh you know to 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 get a win and once you get one win you need two wins once you get two you get three so it's you continue on until the series um is decided no matter who you face but you know every win's not reason to celebrate every loss is not not reason to, to to necessarily cry
1: Rich Hill going against you today, and Hill has been very good for this Dodgers team. Unlike Kershaw, you've actually seen him in the recent pass on last year when he was with Oakland. Do you think that'll help?
3: I think it'll help, just that the guys have a a little bit of an understanding. I mean, we don't know how he's going to pitch us, what his game plan is going to be, what adjustments has he made since going from the A's to the Dodgers. But there is some familiarity both sides. I mean, he's also faced our hitters as well. So um, we'll see what he's at. We know he's going to be fastball, curveball, mostly 50% of the time it's one or the other. He's got good weapons. Uh, based on how people have have pitched us this, this postseason, he's probably going to try to slow us down more than he's going to try to challenge us. But um, if we make an adjustment, we can make it pretty tough on him.
1: And Justin Verlander can make it tough on anybody with, with what he's capable of doing. And he's been everything you'd have possibly asked for in the regular season and in the postseason so far.
3: In- incredible how, how he's uh, adapted to the Astros and, and really raised the bar around here. And, and it and it's just a, has been an incredible performer for us. Um, he's a horse. He wants the ball. The big moments are, 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 he thrives in. And um, a ton of confidence for our team. When we show up and Justin Verlander the guy in the, in the pitcher slot, uh, our guys expect to win. A.J. Hinch, thanks for joining us. Got
2: My guest today here on Astro Launch is Joe Musgrove, relief pitcher for the Astros. Sound funny? Like, it's got a little ring to it, relief pitcher, yeah, Joe it's starting, Musgrove.
4: It's starting to sound a little more normal now.
2: Yeah, but it's a high leverage situation for you. And with the, the uptick in velocity and we've seen the sharpness of the slider, I want to ask you a question. And I've heard this from a couple of different players. you feel like the, the playoff baseballs are a little different as far as the way they feel? Yeah, they do feel a little bit different. The uh... – they Feel a little smaller in your hand, a little tighter
4: wound. The uh, you don't feel the seams as much. The, the spacing between the seams seems a little bit different, but uh, what about know, the cowhide, the leather part? Uh, it's it's slick, you know. They're, I mean, the stuff they're rubbing the balls up with this year seems a little different. They almost feel like powder coated, so uh, uh-huh. to get it to feel like a normal baseball where you can, you know, really get a hold of it and let it rip, it's uh, it's a little different. How hot
2: did it feel in that ballpark yesterday? Hottest temperature for a World Series game by 9 degrees. Yeah. First pitch was 103. Did you hear that? Yeah, it, it was warm, man, especially sitting down in the bullpen. You know, there's not much air.
4: They got us a fan by, like, the second inning or something, so it cooled off a little bit. But just sitting in one place and, you know, not being able to go out and move around and stuff, no breeze. you got the high walls on every side of you. So it was, it was pretty warm down there.
2: Hey, Joe, a lot of fans would probably wonder what it feels like when you're getting introduced before a ball game. Game one of a World Series. What did that feel like? Oh, That was incredible, man. That whole experience was uh, was really special.
4: And uh, you know, standing on the line for the anthem and, and you know the fireworks, the flyover. I mean, that was
2: incredible. That was a really cool experience. And how about that last note that the the singer sang? Yeah, right? <laughs> was
4: that crazy? Yeah, where did that come from, man? I did not see that coming. It but, was uh, all baritone. and then he that, went with Mar-
2: Mariah Carey. Yeah, but that added
4: that added a little extra emotion to the whole to the whole setting. It was uh, it was really cool. Butterflies the whole game. Absolutely, man. Just sitting down there waiting for that phone to ring. You know, was, And when uh, it rings. I mean, the, the the pulse rate, I mean, that, that yeah. elevates. You don't know if your name's going to be called. Absolutely, man. You see, it's like heads turn. Everyone Everyone's head pops over the phone and stares and waits for, for the signal to see who it is. But uh, I'm getting a little more comfortable with it now, you know, just trying to calm myself and, you know, just breathe on it and, and trying to stay in a, in a normal head state, you know. Hey, you're a Cali
2: guy. You ever come to games at Dodger Stadium?
4: I did. I've never played here. It was my first time playing in the stadium, but uh, I used to come to games all the time. And I actually came to one of the playoff games last year, so... Any favorite players you have for the Dodgers when you are growing up? I mean, I always enjoyed watching Kershaw throw. Yeah. You know, he was he was one of the uh, one of the guys that I loved watching. But none none of my favorite players, right? I was a Padre fan growing up, so we weren't too fond of the Dodgers. Not dissimilar to you is probably Justin Verlander, your teammate now. How cool has that been? It's been awesome, man. I mean, the guy's a wizard, you know. He, he studies the game more than anybody I've ever seen, and he's willing to share it, which is, which is yeah. really special. You know, he's easy to talk to. He's always willing to give you information and throw his, his two cents in, so it's been fun. How long did it take you to approach him and talk to pitching? Uh, it was, you know, I, I tried to let him do his thing and get comfortable a little bit before I started hammering with questions, and uh, I went up and talked to him uh, a couple weeks ago right after we clinched uh, for playoffs. And we started talking, and we got like 10 minutes into the conversation, and we're talking pitching and, you know, changing speeds and taking a little bit off your fastball. And he goes, you know what, man, you're doing good where you're at right now. We'll talk – We'll talk more starting pitching stuff in spring next year, but just keep doing what you're doing. So, was that the first
2: time you'd heard anybody talk about changing speeds with your fastball?
4: Yeah, just watching him. You know, he. You know, I've always, I've always heard, and I've always, you know, thought about throwing. You know, they call the BP fastball or taking a little bit off your heater. And I'm just, you know, I'm trying to learn. You know, when do you go to it? What do you see in a swing that'll cause you to, you know, to, to want to take a little bit off and. Um, you know, he said that's something we'll talk about down the line when you're uh, when you're a starter again. But right now, just keep bringing the fuel. So. Devo got in the game last night. He's your good buddy. Did you ask him what it felt like? Oh yeah, he said a lot. He said he felt he said he felt relatively calm. You know, and and, and me and him have been talking a lot about this. You know, because we've we've had our little struggles throughout this postseason and. Um, You know, we still want to be the guys that are handing the ball in the big big spots, and we feel like we've learned a ton throughout this whole postseason, you know, going through Boston and going through New York is not easy to do, and um, getting to get our feet wet in those situations as our first time was good, you know, it was a big learning experience, and we got those jitters and stuff out of the way, so we're ready to roll.
2: Joe, you guys got a chance to put the pressure back on L.A. with a game uh, tonight. You guys win this one. I think the pressure goes back on them. What do you think? Absolutely. I agree, man. We play well at home, and uh, if we can
4: even the series up going back there, it's going to be big for us, and... Um, it's just about consistency and, and, and staying, staying consistent with our program and our plan. That's going kind to of been of us, us all year. You know, we understand that. You know, success isn't always. You know, about greatness. It's about consistency and about putting the work in day in and day out. And that you know, in time, greatness will come. So uh, we all believed in that, and we still believe in it. So.
2: All right, that's Joe Musgrove. Hey man, knock 'em dead tonight. Let's go back to Houston. Let's have a happy flight. That's right.
5: All right, welcome everybody. This is the 2017 Hank Aaron Award winners. We are here to name the winners, the winners of the most outstanding offensive performer in the National League and the American League. Uh, The winners were selected through a combination of a fan vote on MLB.com and also a panel of Hall of Famers led by the awards namesake, that namesake, Hank Aaron, along with Roberto Alomar, Johnny Bench, Greg Biggio, Ken Griffey Jr., Eddie Murray, and Robin Yao. Let me first introduce the dais, the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. This is also such a special event and and such an annual highlight because we are joined by the man who the award is named after, the all-time great Hank Aaron. We are also joined by Giancarlo Stanton of the Miami Marlins and Jose Altuve of the Houston Astros in uniform. So let me now introduce the Commissioner of Baseball, Rob Manfred. Thank you,
6: Brian. Um, This is the 19th year that we have honored uh, Hank Aaron and his tremendous career uh, by giving out the Hank Aaron Award. Uh, the award goes each year to the outstanding offensive player in each league. Um, Mr. Aaron had not only had a wonderful historic Major League career but he's been a great ambassador to, for, for the game uh, both while he was active as a player and since he's retired. He's also been a great gentleman and friend to me. I'd like to thank the Hall of Fame voters um, who participated along with Mr. Aaron in the selection of this year's winners. We have one of them here in the the audience, Craig Biggio. Thank you, Craig. And also the fans who voted on MLB.com. This year's American League winner is Jose Altuve. He's the first Astro ever to receive the Hank Aaron Award. For the fourth year in a row, Jose led the American League in hits with 204. It's the first time any player's ever done that. He batted 346 this year. He won his second consecutive Rod Carew American League batting championship this year. And most important, he propelled the offense that led the Astros here to the World Series. So Jose, congratulations to you. you. here's a shock the National League winner uh, Giancarlo Stanton Uh, this is a second time that you've been here as a Hank Aaron award winner the first time in 2014 Uh, he had an amazing year in 2017 59 home runs 132 RBI My favorite part of the season, however, was the month of August. He hit 18 home runs in the month of August, tying a Major League record that had stood for 80 years. It's really quite an accomplishment. And around all that great performance on the field, he made time to be our ambassador for the All-Star game in Miami. And I personally want to thank you for all the good work you did while we were down there that week. So congratulations
5: to you as well. I'd like to uh, invite, again, this is a, a special time, again, kind of a link to history, to have the all-time great here. So, uh, Hank, if you'd like to say a few words. Henry Aaron. Thank
7: you. Thank you very much. First, let me say um, I want to give thanks to the Commissioner of Baseball, Mr. Rod Manfred. Thank you very much. Second, I'd like to thank all of the Hall of Famers who took time out from their busy schedule to vote for these two wonderful gentlemen. You know, Altuve and also Stanton, Stanton has won this award. This is his second time. But like always, you know, I mean, you make a habit of doing something, you can do it over and over and over again. (laughs) You know, we're looking forward to having you here next year. (laughs) But you know, the most most important thing is that uh, let, let, let's talk about this young man here right now. You know, I, and the reason I want to talk about him is because, you know, most people that I talk to say, get a picture, talk to him, see if he's for real. Is he for real? <laughs> I say, I know he's for real. You know, and I just want to say congratulations to you, out to for a wonderful year, not only for this year, but last year also, you know. I mean, you have stood tall. I mean, you have done everything that not only anybody that ever played the game, but everybody that wants to play the game. It doesn't make any difference whether you're five feet tall or six feet tall, as long as you got the want and the know-how and the, the drive to do it. And you have demonstrated that. But I want to congratulate you for all the things that you have done, you know, really. You have been wonderful, and not many people I could pay to go see, but I tell you, I would pay to go see. (laughs) (laughs) He's wonderful, and I just want to congratulate him on this award.
5: Jose, please.
8: Well, uh, first of all, thanks, Hank. I'm more nervous right now than I was yesterday while I was playing. (laughs) I don't know why, but I feel... Blessed to be here. I thank God for the opportunity of be sitting here with Giancarlo, with the commissioner, and, and Mr. Hank. Uh, what can I say? Thanks all to the, all Hall of Famers and fans that you know that made this dream come true. Uh, this is this is so important for me, you know, and even even more that I'm in uniform. And nothing against you, Jan, that you're uh, not uh, in your jersey. Uh, but this means a lot for me to, to to win this award and be with my jersey still playing for my city back in Houston. And, and thank you again, guys.
5: Giancarlo.
7: Uh, yeah, I'd like to thank uh, the voters and and Hank for for his kind words and always uh, supporting me. and. Um, yeah, it's my second one, but uh, it's just as special and, um, you know, just hearing from all the, the old school players on what type of player Hank was and, and the attitude he brought, um, you know, it's similar to how uh, I designed my game. So uh, I appreciate it and uh, it's, a, it's a great honor for me. I know, Altrui, he's got to leave, and so if you got some questions for him, <laughs> um, he, he would like to answer them so he can get back to his team, you know, I mean, to Alt. Yes.
8: Thank you. Yes. Yeah. Jose, I want to ask you, when you were a young child growing up, what did you think when you heard the name Hank Aaron? 755 homers? <laughs> <laughs> it's way easier to say that to hit at 755 homers, believe it.
5: Yes. <laughs> Jose, uh, going into
2: accepting this award over here, uh, does it give you confidence going into game two? Or confidence, rather?
8: Tough question. <laughs> but I mean, just the game was a great game, they ended up winning it. We've got to go with the same attitude that we've been uh, all season long. We have one of the best pitchers today in the mound. And that's, I think, what gives me a little confidence. Justin Berlander, he's a guy that goes there and works really hard 100% every day. And it's really fun to play behind him.
1: One out away from the World Series. colors, hands at the belt. Hands over the head of the windup, the 2-0. Bird skies this one shallow center. Correa out, Springer in, Springer calling everyone off. Springer makes the catch, and the Astros are headed to the World Series.
4: This has been a
0: production.
1: The Houston Astros. Of the
0: Houston Astros. And
1: they are the 2017 American League Champions.
0: Radio Network. Okay, picture this.